everyone. Welcome to Girl Things Podcast. I'm Naomi. And I'm Erin. And this is a space to chat about navigating your 20s and 30s, being a young mum, relationships and everything in between. Join us two lifelong friends for weekly episodes to dive into the highs and lows of life. Hello everybody, welcome back to Girl Things, the podcast. It's episode four. This episode, we are chatting all things relationships. Erin is married. She's a little wifey. <laughs> so we're going to chat about, about that a little. We're going to just touch on and try to normalize a lot of things that happen in long-term relationships because they are definitely not all fun times all the time. But that's what we're chatting about. We'll get into that in a second. But Erin, how are you telling? What's your high? What's your low? What's your something you're loving? I am good. I have had a big week. I um, My high and low this week kind of go hand in hand. My low is just experiencing the uh, the peaks and troughs of a relationship. Mm. Lots of uh, miscommunication in our household this week. Some fights, some tears. But We've come out the other side. Love that for you. Um, which is a relief. And so off the back of that, my high was, you know, having a little a little date, being yeah. together. I mean, it was breakfast after we dropped the kids off at daycare, but a date's a date. Hey, a date's a date, darling. Um, yeah, just reconnecting, you know. Recognising when we do need to reconnect is a something we need to work on. But, yeah. you know, we did it. Um, and then something I'm loving completely unrelated is the uh, – um, got to be brow gel by Swatskoff. Yeah, so it's that. amazing. Um, I love it. It's so good for my brows because I it's brow gel and I need that. Um, but also if you have postpartum baby hairs, you know if you know you know. Mm. Oh my god, they are the bane of my existence. But um, this is amazing for them. It kind of keeps me in place, and yeah, I love it. What about you, babe? How's your week? My week's been good. My high this week is I can't remember what you need to help me. Your I do high, this every time. You do. Your high this week is your your chunk of time off work. Oh, that's right. Yeah, twelve hour shift perk, having lots of days off. I've had quite a few days off and I just love them. I love having days off. I love not working. Who doesn't? It's so nice. <laughs> So yeah, that's the benefit of not being a career galley. I can just enjoy my days off and I just catching up with people, doing doing the social things. My low would just be, I'm just having some residual just health anxiety. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's a bit exhausting and I just, I don't want to live my life on edge about getting sick, but I think it's probably somewhat natural after like six months of just having something every month mm. but um we've got to get on top of it though yeah yeah so we're doing the we're doing some acupuncture we're doing a little uh tcm traditional chinese medicine to address those things so i'll keep everyone She's posted coming. on how that's going um and then my something i am loving is goggle box i got really <laughs> into it the other week when i was sick lol uh so it's such a nice show. It's a very you show. I just love it because it's... I haven't watched it. It's basically like it's people watching people who are people watching. 
it's watching yeah. people watch TV. Maybe I would love that. And it's great because it gives you just a quick synopsis of a whole TV show in like a five minute. Have you period. found any TV shows you want to watch after so watching? So many. Oh, okay, I do need to watch it. Then. It's so good. What are you watching it on? It's on binge, mm. and they have every single season. The Australian one. It's the Australian one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's I just won't. funny, like all the people on it are just so funny and relatable. It's just, it's such a nice, easy to watch show. Okay, I'm going to watch that Yeah, it's too. really, really, I really like it. So if you're feeling a bit down and out or you just want something that's sort of homey and comforting to watch, I would highly recommend it because they're just sitting in their lounge rooms. That's just really, it's just so beautiful. I've just fallen in love with all the people on it. Okay, I'm going to watch. Yeah. You sold me. Sold. All right, we'll get into today's episode. Uh, we're chatting all things Rellos, darling. All right, let's jump in. All right, Ezzy, we'll do a quick little snapshot of our journey into our respective relationships. Do you want to give us a quick little synopsis of yep. you and Enrico's journey? So, Tony and I... No, <laughs> um, My husband, Tony, and I... <laughs> Um, yeah, so Enrico and I met when we were 16, 17 at school, cute, little beds, um, and we've been together ever since, so we met, we met in religion class. Shout oh. out to our teacher, Jen. Shout Love out, you, Jen. Jen. Um, Jen, not oh, Jen. Jen. sorry. God, listen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so we've been together ever since we, um, kind of, I would say I moved into Enrico's house, like, quite quickly after we got together. I mean... Probably maybe two years after we got together. Yeah. Um, which is quick when you're 18. Yeah. Uh, but, and then we, we kind of, I mean, early on we had a lot of, I guess, highs and lows, I think, because mm. we were really in different places in our life. I had been through a lot in my life yes. to that time. And Enrico had um, also been through his own stuff, but not, maybe not to the extent that I had maybe slightly less traumatizing (laughs) yeah um lucky him anyway um (laughs) and so I think we were just on different pages for a long time like I was really clinging to the relationship and and he wanted to live his life which you know so he should he was like 18 he was like bro I want to like go out I want to enjoy life and I was an anxious little homebody, but yeah. I, you know, I grew out of that and Enrico is a very positive, uplifting kind of person. So he was really helpful for me to move past a lot of, um, yeah, anxieties and things that I had. So we were together and then we, Enrico proposed in 2016, mm. I believe the mm-hmm. beginning of 2016, um, which was so exciting and so nice. And you weren't there, which to this day you hold against him. I do. And I don't care that I do. So no, fuck you, fine. Enrico. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so he proposed and we were so excited and we were kind of starting to think about when we would get married or, you know, what kind of wedding we would want. I mean, we're both very... fucking Angus was there, your dog. <laughs> I wasn't even there. Anyway, obviously let's, I'm still Let's park it. it. Um, <laughs> you are. There were also, you know other friends there anyway Mm. that's fine that's fine let's move on um so we're kind of thinking about what wedding we kind of wedding we wanted we're both pretty easy to please we're not very flashy kind of people um so we gave ourselves a while to think about it we actually went to bali for someone for a family member's wedding which was so fun uh and then when we came back we thought you know what i'm not planning that i absolutely can't i don't have it in me to plan a wedding 
a fun, nice wedding. I just don't. I mean, nice. It'll be nice, but I don't have it in me to plan an extravaganza. Yes. Or even to attend, really. I just, I couldn't. So we thought, you know, what can we do that is easy and fun? And so we decided to surprise everyone at our engagement party and get married, which was probably the best decision I've ever made. Oh, it was amazing. I feel like a lot of people have regrets about, you know, everyone has the post-wedding things like, oh, I would have changed that. I would have changed that. But truly on reflecting, I don't think I would have changed anything. No. It was just like a party. We yeah. literally got married and then danced for like five hours afterwards. Yeah. And it was so fun and everyone was so happy. And it was cozy and oh. intimate and just... It was it torrential rain. Down. Yeah, but... And it, when I tell you torrential we didn't even rain... didn't care. It made it more fun. Everyone yeah. was soaking wet. Yeah. And it was just so fun, like, if I do say so myself. It, um, well, I was there. It was really It was the fun. best. So from then we moved out of home. So we both lived with Enrico's parents best in-laws ever and then we moved out of home um together into an apartment and we loved it it was so nice it was the best apartment it's still my favorite apartment that we've ever oh, lived in it was such a good apartment the, just the memories that we had in that apartment i think it's so not even fun. the actual apartment but it feels like it's the apartment like it was just i yeah. don't know the vibes were so high yeah it was a time in all of our lives where Enrico and I in our relationship were really really happy and we yeah. really felt like we were on the same page and we had we had struggled with that in the years prior just really mm. like kind of missing the mark and like we never broke up or even took a break or anything like that I don't think we felt like we needed to but there were so many things that we just we were just missing the mark a lot I think mm. and then when we got when we finally you know decided to get married we got married and we moved into that apartment I don't know something just happened like yeah we just all settled we were all I was probably the only one of us working full-time of like all of our friends and Tony, everyone yeah. yeah and Tony of course he's worked full-time since he's <laughs> like whole thing came out the womb yeah um but <laughs> he um but yeah so we were all just like kind of working part-time enjoying life yeah like we were so young no one had kids like yeah still no one does just me but mm. it was just such a nice time like yeah. when I think back at that time, I'm just, I just feel so happy. Oh, same. It was just oh. very vibey. Mems. Yeah. Anyway, so then we lived there for, we were only married. We got married in the December and yeah, don't get married on what you think is going to be a beautiful summer's day in the beginning of December because you just, you don't fucking know what's going to happen. And torrential rain was not on yeah. the list for me, No, it was but in, in hindsight, loved it. But anyway. Um, yeah, and then we found out we were pregnant in the June or something. Yeah. Maybe even the May. So it was quite soon after getting married. Yeah. So we had a sweet six months. Sweet <laughs> six <laughs> months of married life. Well, yeah, but you'd also had many years before that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah we'd been together. I think when we got married, we'd been together for six years or something. Yeah. Um, Just while we're on the topic mm, of marriage, yeah. do you feel like getting married changed your relationship in any way? Because I do feel like there is this expectation that, you know, lo- lots of people get married after being with their partner for years, having lived together, mm. etc. Did you feel like it changed your relationship in any way? Um, no, not necessarily. I think now I'm saying no, because I can compare it to the change that kids have on your relationship Mm. and it's just not not even close. Doesn't compare, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to say no, but I don't think so. I mean, I can't remember 
feeling like things really changed after yeah. we got married. I think at it's all. different for people who come maybe from more of like a religious background, which yeah. we've also been exposed to because for a sure. lot of the time they're not living together and things like that and then they get married and they go through that whole process. Exactly. And you learn a lot different. about someone when you live with them. Oof, yeah. Like I had spent every day with Enrico for four years up until yeah. that point. Or, you know, not every day, but like we lived together. Mm. So you know, I knew him very well and he knew me very well. And we'd already been through a lot and he'd been with me through a lot. Like I was a very anxious person when I was younger. So he'd, mm. he'd experienced many different sides of me. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten a lot more confident and yeah, self-assured. Um, kind of, yeah. And so our relationship has become better yeah. as I've kind of grown into myself. Mm. Um, But also from Enrico, like he has really changed and become a, a much more like I don't know well-rounded like mm. person just in his own growth it's got nothing to do with me but yeah mm. I think I think that really helped too but I don't think our relationship tra- changed drastically when we got married no not really yeah yeah um I think that's an important point to make because I think a lot of people who do get married there is this expectation that things might feel a little bit different. Yeah. And I think it's hard for people when it doesn't feel different. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't feel different from me. And I yeah. think a lot think of people important say... normalise that a little. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And a lot of people say, you know, like, oh, you know, marriage is hard. And marriage is hard, but being married isn't what makes it hard. It's the relation- yeah, it's it's relationships that are hard. Yeah. yeah. And I think also normalising that, like... The week Enrico and I just had, we've been together for almost 12 years. Like, oh, the week we just had was crazy. actually 11. I don't know. Anyway. So up in... Like, it's it's so... It's hard, you know? Yeah. Like, relationships are just... They're never easy. No. And and when they are, it goes... The easy time goes like this. Yeah. And then it's... <laughs> yeah. It's back to being rough. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but... Um, yeah, so we, we got married, we got pregnant, and then we had Mars, obviously. Um, and that changed our relationship a lot. Mm. Um, having a baby is the biggest adjustment as a person and in a relationship. And we have, it took us a long, long time to get into a place where we were both communicating with each other, right? Explaining how we felt, not, I wasn't holding any resentment and things like that because when you have a baby, there are things that Enrico can't do that I do. And mm. it's really hard. Like, um, you know, and in that first year when Miles was born, he lived in Adelaide for three months. Like That was nuts. Yeah, it was it was a lot for us in a short period of time. And I think, you know, in hindsight, a lot of that was like fight or flight. We were just yeah. getting through it, especially I can only talk from my perspective, but I was really just like in survival you mode. You were, yeah. Living in an apartment by yourself with a tiny baby, going back to work full time. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a lot. It was, it was a big. big adjustment and it was really hard for me to be experiencing that very much within myself and going through the throes of that. And then Enrico being so excited to see us when he come, when he, he did come home for weekends or whatever. And I was just so burnt out. I had truly nothing to give. Yeah. And it was such a confusing time for us mm. because I also think it's really hard when you have a baby and before you have a baby, you know, you're able to lend Tony so much of yourself. Yeah. Um, obviously you work full time, you're exhausted as well, but like you're able to spend quality time together. You can just oh, pick up and pop out for so dinner. So much time together. And I think the transition from that to then having a kid and having such a limited 
such limited capacity for your partner mm. for them yeah is a lot to deal with yeah so i think for enrico he was kind of like um i'm alive over here and i was yeah. like see because i feel like prior to kids there's a lot of like unconscious connecting yeah Whereas when you go through that transition of becoming parents the connecting needs to be a lot more conscious yeah because naturally the connecting is kind of happening more unconsciously I think before you have kids because you just have so much time for each other and you're just naturally spending a lot of time together yeah yeah I I found that really hard and no one no one talks about it a lot I feel like I would see and I kind of touched on this in I think the motherhood episode as well but I would hear people say you know I just like I loved my partner so much more when we had kids mm. and it was really, really hard for me when we had kids and we went through a rough patch. I was like, what are we doing wrong? Yeah. Like I'm meant to be obsessed with you. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> something, something happened. <laughs> um, but you know, we, 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 I'm, I'm a very much a talker. I, I really need to talk things out. I am of course guilty of expecting Enrico to read my mind. Of course. A lot of the time. Well, I know I am. No, um, I <laughs> and I know you are. Am, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we've had our ups and downs. Yes. But now we have two kids and we still fight. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. And when we do argue now, it's always, it's almost always a miscommunication. Yeah. It's always like I'm feeling something and haven't been honest about it. Yeah. Or, you know, Enrico's unintentionally offended me. Mm-hmm. and forgotten about mm-hmm. <laughs> um which is hard but that's I don't yeah is that did I cover it that's that was a great journey through your relationship are, yeah. I think yeah lovely we've been together for such a long time now yeah it's like you have I mean yeah. I hardly even know you without Enrico well, I don't think that's I do. not true because I've known you for like yeah, 20 you something do. years. But I've been but with Enrico for my whole adult Your very f- teenage formative yeah, years. For sure. Rick has been in your life. And I mean, I met him when I just turned 17 and I'm going to turn 30 next year. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. But I do think. But what a testament to the kind of people that you are, I think, because I don't see. I mean, I know a lot of people kind of stay with their high school sweethearts mm. or whatever you want to call it. But I do often wonder, like, do they genuinely really love each other? Whereas I think for you and Rick, it's like, no, you guys really genuinely have a yeah. deep connection and you do really love each other. I also think you, that, that period of your life is going to make or break the relationship. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people that start dating when they're young and then they get to that point where they're 19, 20, 21 and they're like, they just outgrow each other. Yes, yeah. They're just not on the same page anymore. This person's going this way. This person's going this way. Mm. They're they're fully wanting to experience different things and they're just butting heads. Enrico and I, of course, went through those phases, but somehow, I don't even know how, but we were able to bring it back in and, and yeah. continue like being together and enjoying each other's company. And I think we were just really lucky that we grew alongside each other yeah. and I had a lot of growing to do within myself and he had a lot of growing to do within him himself and through like a lot of conversations and help from you and other friends and family we were able to let each other grow in our own respective ways and space and I think that made a really big difference for us was me getting to the point 
but I recognize that Enrico was Enrico. He does not belong to me. Yes. He's his own person and he needs to experience his life in the way that he wants to and him recognizing the same thing from mm. me. And moving to Adelaide was a big part of that. It yeah. was saying, you know, that's what you need. Go. It's fine. Like yeah. Mars is not going to remember this. I'm going to be traumatized by it, but it will go away. <laughs> um, no, but like Mars is not going to remember this. Go. We'll take one for the team, you know, mm. get it done. And I think I'm proud of us for doing that oh, and getting through it. It's an incredible thing to do. And I think he, you deserve some praise for encouraging him to do that. I can't mm. think of many young mums, first time mums who would be like, you know what, babe, I'm going to support you in moving to a whole other state for three months <laughs> so that you can pursue a career you're really passionate about. And mm. and in the long run, obviously, it's paid off because now he works exactly. in that industry and he's mm. really successful and he's very passionate. Mm. But there'd be so many people who are like, fuck no, you're not doing that. I'm here trying to go back to work full time with a new baby. Yeah, I I think a lot of it, honestly, I think the main thing was me knowing the type of person that he is. I knew he needed to do that. Yes. And if he didn't go... There would be a level of resentment. Yes, and also I just think... I don't know that we would be where we are now. Yeah. Like, he needed to do that for him. And Mm -hmm. I'm really glad that he did. I think you need... it's There's there's a lot of merit in acknowledging who the individual person you are in a relationship with is and not who you are as a a family or as one all of the time. Yeah. There's... That has honestly gotten us through Mm. our whole relationship just the recognition that it's two individual people that choose to be together together. yeah yeah that's like and you know and whenever I talk to someone about relation I always point that out like Mm. that is the only reason that we have made it through anything that we've been through is by doing that and both feeling seen and heard obviously there are times where we don't but you know the majority of the time yeah anyway enough about us um, tell me about you and Tony. This is my, my favorite little relationship story, <laughs> mainly because like I got to witness it. Yeah, you really do. I love it. Yeah. Um, me and the big Tonos love him. Uh, we went to high school together, but we were not really, we weren't friends. We didn't even really talk in high school. I didn't, didn't really we? even know him. I no. We were friends. I don't know why. No, no, we weren't. We were kind of in the same sort of circle, like the social same friends. I knew who he was, but yeah. we, like, we didn't really talk or anything. Mm. Uh, he uh, actually dated a girl that I'd gone to high school with for a That's few years. Right. So I kind of spent a little bit of time in social situations with him, um, like while he was dating this girl that I'd gone to high school with, um, who like, you know, we were kind of friends in high school and then ended up not really being Early, friends. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't do some dodgy and, like, steal him no. or anything <laughs> like that. Um, but they broke up and we kind of started hanging out a lot. I used to hang out with Tony Heaps. And then as friends. As friends, sorry. Mm. Like, it was very platonic. And a group of other, uh, like, some of the other boys as well. I was just, like, the token gal hanging with the boys. A guy's gal. A guy's gal. Pick me gal. <laughs> oh, I was trying to explain this to people the other day. I was like, I I used to hang out with all the boys. Like, it's just what I did. But I wasn't in, like, a gross, like, pick me girl You're the vibe. only person I know that was like that. And it's not a pick me. It's not a cringe. Yeah, because it wasn't yeah. like, I don't know, I'm just a guy's girl, you know. <laughs> like, because yeah. you have a great group, group of girlfriends. Girlfriends, yeah. It was just that, like... You just happen to be super close with um, 
that and group of boys. And still are close with those Yeah, boys. and it's so nice. Shout out, JC. Love you so much, babe. <laughs> and it's so nice because, kind of a side note, but like that group of boys that you hung out with and then my group of friends are all... We're all like very, related. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> like all everyone's everyone's sibling kind yeah. of. So we all we just merged and now we're one big now one big one, happy fam. Yes. So we spend a lot of time together in so social situations, just as friends, hanging out, which was really lovely. And I always really admired him. There was mm. he just had so many beautiful qualities. He was And he's stunning. Oh, and he's gorgeous. He's, he's gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous. Which helps. Oh, yeah, I'm literally <laughs> obsessed with how physically attractive he is. Um, aside from that, he is also just he's so generous. He yeah. is really kind he's a very gentle sort of person he's like imagine a weighted blanket on a warm winter on a cold winter's day stunning that's tony yeah for me love you babe (laughs) he often lies on top of very um (laughs) but yeah so i had like i had quite a solid few years of just being friends with him and getting to experience him in all of his beautiful ways uh we had a lot of fun together hanging out with everyone but yeah there was always like a flirty sort of undercurrent Mm. I suppose or like a deeper kind of admiration of of who he was from me uh but I was like very strongly against having a boyfriend for Mm. all of my teenage years my early 20s yeah this is across Worth noting, this, this is across like the age of like 18 years. to like 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah. yeah, we started like dating when we were 23. So, yes, I was very, I didn't really date anyone. I, which now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, I kind of wish I'd like dated a bit and kind of gone through that. But I'm also like, I actually think I would have hated that. I'm just not that kind of a person. You're not. Yeah. I don't think you would have enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Which, like, all the power to the people that love to do that. But this oh, yeah. definitely is not going to be a dating podcast because neither of <laughs> us have done how. that. We have no idea how people do it. Um, I should get one of my, like, Kels should come on and talk about dating in the 2020s because yeah. it is a wild out there. Um, but, yeah, we... How'd you, how did you get to being, okay. to go from the, go from that kind of, just read undercurrent of like mm. maybe he likes me maybe I like him to yeah. actually dating okay so we were at a festival oh it wasn't really oh, a festival we're gonna talk about that okay well this is how it <laughs> yeah I know right? was like so <laughs> what yeah, go. no go 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 okay so we were at one day Sundays it used to be this hip-hop event in the inner west and it was can't believe you were like there. I can't believe I was there either I just went because like all the boys were going and I was gonna go hang out with all of them um Enrico was there Enrico was there thankfully because was he's, a, into he's a he's a key player in this he is this day this to afternoon this day. to this day so I get there and there's this girl kind of hanging off Tony which was fine I was sort of a bit like okay that's interesting mm. like he's got this girl kind of hanging off him and an instant sort of like ick toward it though okay yeah like, I mean, you weren't like interesting, cute. You were like, I was like mm. interesting. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, like that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, not actually, but it's anyway, about to be. So I saw them. They they hooked up. They kissed or whatever. And in I in front of you. How dare they? <laughs> no, whatever. Go for your life, babe. Um, if you want to kiss someone now, honey, I'll allow it. 
No shooting. <laughs> Unless it's me. Unless it's Aaron. You can kiss Aaron. Um, so I saw this kind of happen and I was like, oh, I'm having some feelings in my heart right now. I think uh, I am having a stroke seeing this. <laughs> anyway, I must have been with Rick. No, I remember Enrico like came up to me and he was like... because. And Naomi and I would have dinner every Thursday night and yeah. she, I would like ask her like, oh, do you like, do you like Steve? Yeah. I, I remember being a bit scared to ask you. Not scared, but I was like, just like, I didn't think you would, you'd give me a straight answer, which I don't think you did. Probably not. And you were like, oh no, like it's too complicated. Like yeah, what I was if like, oh, we have works. the same friend group. What if it doesn't work out? I'll lose like that whole group and, of guys and I really love them all. But and I knew that you had like a little, a little something tingle for him little tingle yeah little um, pussy tingle for him. <laughs> i knew you were gonna fucking say that <laughs> i was staring at you like don't go don't do it um, i could tell i had to um and so enrico would have known that enrico would have known him. that and we would have had conversations like you rick and i together the three of us would have we 100 percent would have spoken yeah, about yeah, it we would have yeah anyway back to one day anyway back to the one day sundays Yes, so I saw him kissing this girl and I was a bit like, oh, okay, um, punch in the chest, no worries. I remember Enrico coming up to me and being like, are you okay? And oh, I was like, bless. I actually am not okay, weirdly, <laughs> because I'd very much denied wanting a boyfriend, yeah. having feelings for Steve, not denying having feelings. I was aware that there was was feelings there. Anyway, I ended up leaving and not like saying goodbye to anyone, which is very unlike me. Um, but I was sort of a bit like taken aback that I had these feelings. And so I remember I left and I went to... Me. And I called you. And you were like... And I was... What? What? I was like, what what's going on? What's happening? happening in my chest? And what a little fucking dickhead. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Now we hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Which we didn't. We loved him. No. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened after that? I saw him kiss a girl. Then I didn't really talk to him for like a week because. I think he like messaged you and was like, why are you ignoring me? Or yeah. Something? Why, why are you being weird and angry? Um, Sneaky. Because he knew. Because he's told me since then that he knew exactly what? why. And he just like messaged you to get. To get to lure you in. Cheeky little boy. So, yeah, then the following weekend we went to this party and it was like a beer party. It was very strange. It was like pedestrian TV was having this party anyway. Again, you're sounding we all like went, a party I'm animal like a party in this animal. story. I did use It's to, the like, only two parties you've ever been to but. <laughs> in my whole life. No, at that time it was like very social all the time, yeah, like always were. going out, doing stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, so we were at this other party. Anyway, all the boys were there again. We are having a great time. We dropped all the other boys off at an after party because I'm not that much of a partier. Yeah, so, and then, we draw a line. Then Tony and I drove home, just the two of us, and he was pretty much like, what's been happening? Like, why haven't you been talking to me, etc.? And I was like, look, I think you know the reason why. And he's like, no, I don't. Like, what is, why haven't you spoken to me? And I was like, well, I really, I actually really like you. I really like you, and I saw you kiss this girl, and I felt some kind of a way about it. And that's why, because I was upset that you just willy-nilly kissed this girl and you should be reading my mind <laughs> and <laughs> you should me. know that I'm in love with you and that, yeah, you should have kissed me. So um, that kind of happened. Anyway, he kind of admitted to having the same sorts of feelings and then things kind of Thank just Thank God like, that could have imagined if he didn't. Oh my gosh, I feel sick at the thought. That would have yeah, been. Things kind of just 
blossomed into a proper relationship I was very resistant to like calling him my boyfriend which in retrospect I'm like that's so mean but I was like oh I want to finish uni before I have a boyfriend and I really still really like being single but like I do like you and I want you to like me um but but that wasn't for a long time that was like you moved in within like a year of dating yeah 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 and then yeah we moved in together and the rest is kind of history we're still together seven years later. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, you're still together. We've been seven through years a lot. You've moved a bunch. We've moved a bunch. He, you have been through a lot in the last seven years. Yeah. Together and just as individuals. Yes. And Tony has been very supportive of lots of the things that I do and have chosen to do. He's seen me through a bunch of different careers. He's financially supported me through that, emotionally supported me through those things. Um, lots of grief, lots, lots of, of grief, ups, lots, of lots of ups, lots of downs. Yeah. He's, we always joke that Steve is like Tony. Sorry. I don't know why I said Steve. That was weird. Okay. Tony is me yeah. in your relationship and you're Rick. Yes. It mm. is a bit that vibe. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's sort of a little synopsis of us and yeah, we're still together seven years later. We don't know about the whole marriage kind of thing. We're very, mm. we just don't really care about. Yeah, it's not that you don't want to be married. Yeah, it's funny because after we go to people's weddings, we're like, we should get married just because we always have such a nice time. Your wedding will be probably the best day of my life. Sorry, Mars Mello and Enrico. I can't fucking Um, Can you just imagine Enrico and I standing there like proud parents in a (laughs) puddle of tears? I can't wait. I'll get Rick to walk me down the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) My dad on one side, Enrico on the other. Oh my god. Oh, he would. Oh, I actually can't wait though. It'll be the best day ever. Mm. I'm not even joking. Yeah, it would be really beautiful. So, but you're not sure about it. Well, no, we're not. We're not really sure about the whole marriage thing, but we can talk a little bit about that later. All right. Next question or next sort of thing to chat about. I think we should talk about how, like, what was what was the turning point in your relationship or in our relationships that we like where you got to when you knew okay I think we're in it for the long haul yeah this is forever this is the forever thing honestly for me it was from the get-go wow yeah because I I I think it's a lot of it has to do with our like our childhood and growing up with parents particularly for me parents who are still married Mm. They really love each other. They have a really connected, deep relationship. And I feel Mm. really lucky and blessed to have that as the kind of guide in my life for long-term relationships. Yeah, and they have such a beautiful relationship. They do. They really do. So, yeah, I think for me, my perspective on dating and being with with someone was always that I'd be with them long-term. And I think I'm really lucky in the sense that I knew Tony really well before we started dating. So it wasn't like I started dating and found out all these weird things about him where I was like, oh, no, you're not really the guy for me. I knew prior to dating him that he was someone that I could spend the rest of my life with and be really happy doing that. Um, Obviously, we've had a lot of ups and downs and, like, I've been on the brink of being like, I want to break up with this fuckwit. Um, And I'm sure he's felt, yeah, (laughs) many, many times (laughs) Sorry, not many times, yeah, but, but a few. <laughs> Once every 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> so seven times. Probably. I haven't, had, I haven't had a moment like that no, in a while. No, I was joking. I feel like the 
the first two, three years, you didn't I have any. I really, yeah. And then there was, like, that mid-period when you get over the honeymoon period and it's, like... Yeah. Like, yikes. Um, yes, yeah. This man... Is you not know. cutting it. You're, I, think, I think you are a very emotional person. You mm-hmm. really, like like to go deep you love talking about things you love like exploring things with people yeah and tony's not always that type of person like i think he he's absolutely a deep thinker he's absolutely an empathetic loving caring beautiful person but he's not necessarily interested in like sitting on the couch after dinner with a tea and talking about whereas like enrico like we and we will often joke like Enrico and I would be, well, we'd be terrible as a couple because we would just get stuck in these deep vortexes of conversation. You'd be which terrible. would be terrible. But like Rick and I get along so well, and Rick really fills my cup in that sense with yeah. that sort of those kinds of conversations. And it's things. so frequent that you and Enrico will just be in something, whether it's a dance, a TikTok. <laughs> A deep, 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 deep combo, and yeah. Tony and I are just laying like lumps on the couch beside you, just silently, yeah. just happy to just bask in each other's be. silence. Yes, and I think and I something that you taught me and said to me early on when I was struggling with that sort of aspect of mine and Tony's mm. relationship, I remember you saying you mm. can't expect to get everything from your partner, which. Now that I'm older, I'm like, well, obviously. But yeah. when I think you're in your early 20s, it's still like a very formative time. I don't know where I heard that. Someone told me that and it really helped. Yeah. was like, you have to allow, you have to first recognize what cups in your life you need filled. Yes. And then think about the people in your life that can fill them. Because no mm. one person is going to give you all of that. Yeah. And I think it's really like, if you're relying on your significant other to fill every cup you have Mm. in every way you're absolutely not going to find someone that can do that people are so different and you know that's why I have you and I have Enrico and I have a sister and I have other friends yeah you know to all fill different cups and I think I remember you being like oh I just you know I want him to be able to fill that part of me that just like needs these deep like Mm. like deep dives into all different topics or, you know, into emotion. And I was like, well, he just might not be someone that can do that for you. Like, but he might feel four of the other cups you have. Mm. And maybe that's got to be enough. Like you, you, you have to, um, accept what he can give. Yes. And I feel like once you came around to that, you stopped having those moments of doubt. Yes. Yeah. Big time. That, that was really, really helpful. Well, so you're thank welcome. you for that. You're, you're welcome. You're the reason we're I have single-handedly today, kept your relationship well, afloat. actually. You know what I think is a good thing to mention? We don't have it. We don't have it written down. But it is that I think the dynamic the four of us have is rare. I think so too. Maybe it's not if you're listening and also have this dynamic. But I can't think of someone I know that has the same dynamic as we do. I feel like we're super lucky in that we function as like each other's like relationship counselors 100%. and coaches we the four of us can you know putting putting the kids to bed and walking into the lounge room oh. and being like the four of us is on the just, couch in a cuddle puddle it's oh my god Get it is here. just my soul is bursting at the seams yes. like it just makes me feel so full because we can sit there and we can talk about fucking nothing That's or watch thing, a yeah. documentary on some man in love with his octopus or something 
or we can sit there and like talk about the fight Enrico and I had or you know something you're feeling about you and Tony and I someone's the voice of reason someone plays devil's advocate yeah you know everyone feels like heard and seen Mm. and loved everyone's laughing everyone's happy and I feel like that is so special I think we like I'm so grateful for that oh me too and I genuinely don't think we would have the relationships we have with our partners absolutely not without each other yeah I I it's it's genuinely really special and I think it's so nice for Mars and Melo to see four adults who support each other in those kinds of ways as well absolutely yeah Yeah. I think it's so nice for Mars to see me have a really positive relationship with Tony and with you and it's just like how they speak to us how they behave Mm. around us like like they're pretty much our kids the four of us our Mm. kids are (laughs) experiencing just like these beautiful like healthy relationships it's so nice and I feel Mm. so grateful for that because obviously Enrico and I have a great relationship we can show them that to some extent but it's really nice to be able to have other people that we just trust 100% with us and with them like that is just it's so nice I feel so grateful to have that like I I honestly can't imagine that's why you can never move further no and I think that's why we we actually physically feel like we can't move far away from you guys no you no, we like can't. we can't yeah. because our Tony and I would our relationship would fall would fall apart. <laughs> we would divorce. everything we've said is a lie, and we wouldn't be surviving without the other couple. We basically wouldn't though. I remember like when Enrico and I first moved into the building that we live in. Um, oh no, when you first moved into your apartment, you guys would be over like every day. Every day, yeah. Um, and. Like, our neighbour was just so Weirded confused out. Oh, about... you mean your apartment you live in now? Yeah. Oh, Ange. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she would have just been so confused about, like... She was confused. Who was she thought we were in who... some weird, um, I don't know, like, non-monogamous, open, she would quadruple like, couple. The poor thing. She would, like, walk into our apartment and I'd be like... You know, just having a cosy little nap on the couch with Toto. Yeah. She'd she'd go outside to her balcony and see Rick and I, like, crossing the road holding hands to go get a coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, How embarrassing. Um, it's so normal for us, though. I know. That's the thing. We just, like... And Rick I just will, feel- like, he always tries to kiss me on the lips. <laughs> I always try to kiss him okay, on the lips. I want to sound like psycho. Okay. <laughs> um... Um, we're not swingers but no we're not no but it's just it's so nice to have I think like sometimes I feel like the four of us just can't hang out with another couple like Mm. it like I just don't want to make them uncomfortable or like make them feel like they're not not included (laughs) yeah I'm like it's got to be lots of people or just us (laughs) that's so funny Um, I love it but let's talk about the things we think would be easier if we were single Oh, interesting. If anything. Well, like, to be fair, I really feel like, at least for Tony and I, and I would feel, I feel like even for you and Enrico, Mm. like, our relationships don't really hold us back from anything. And I would say that's something that I would really like to normalize. Your relationship shouldn't stop you from doing things in your life that you want to do. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to get out of that couple kind of mentality yeah. and step into still being an individual person within a couple. Yeah. Like I just think Tony and I have always maintained a really healthy level of independence. And if I had kids and they grew up and wanted to be in relationships with, with whoever, I, that's something I would really encourage just 
knowing yourself, being okay, being by yourself. You know, Tony, like early on in our relationship, he went to the Philippines for like six weeks with four of his friends. I did not feel any anxiety about Mm. that. I was really excited for him to go. I was really stoked to just like live by myself for six weeks. Yeah. Obviously, I missed him and I still was really excited for him to come home, but our relationship isn't hindering us from exploring other things we want to explore I 100% agree. I think, Mm. yeah, and Enrico's done the same thing, solo trips. I think solo trips, if you're the type of person that wants to go on a solo trip. Yeah, but that's just one example, Super beneficial. Um, I fully agree, though. It's like how you can be your own person. You don't want to, you don't want to feel like, I don't want Enrico to ever feel like nervous or scared to like ask me to do something Ugh, that like you know awful. sometimes like especially now that we have kids you know sometimes he'll come in and be like oh yeah. hey like i really want to like i don't know go to the pub or something yeah be like oh or he'll say it to me like strategically like which is so interesting because honestly and I, this is not like truly i don't think i have ever in you know the 10 to 12 years i don't know that we've been together said to him you cannot go out you have to stay home ever no and we have two children mm. like I don't think I've ever said that to him but you know sometimes he'll come in and be like the boys are going out I'm like yeah go like you don't have to ask me I don't want you to feel like yeah you're not you have mom. to like trudge yeah just live your life you know like I want you to feel like you are experiencing everything you want to experience mm. that you know, I, I feel like there's so much merit in, it's just the cup thing again. Like, yeah, I recognize that for Enrico's cups to be full, he needs to do things like that. Mm. And I, he can recognize that for me. And it's so important. I think you and Tony are really, really good as that good at that as people who don't have kids, just really living your own life. Like mm. you're absolutely not tethered to one another. You can go to social events on your own. You have heaps of friends that aren't like technically Tony's friends like oh yeah you both just do your thing also I don't want that bloke with me at every freaking social thing I go to no thank you also he would not want to come he's so much more introverted than I am yeah which Enrico and I the opposite I'm like yeah you're happy and I think when we had kids like early on we made we made like a commitment I think having because we had kids quite young which we've spoken about we said you know if there's something on one of us has to show face. Mm. It's not not even has to, but like we should. One of us should show face so that we know we're still we're still feeling in the loop. We still feel mm. included. Our life is obviously going in a bit of a different different route. But how do yeah. we keep ourselves connected? And to this day, like Mars is four years old, Mellow's one and a half, and we still do that. If there's something yeah. on, one of us will go if we both can't. Like, and I think it's really important to keep that to keep mm. showing up for each other and our friends yeah. and living our own life so yeah I think it's really important to to be your own person this bluey song is in my head is that <laughs> a bluey song yourself. yeah anyway <laughs> I won't sing it um yeah please don't but yeah well so nothing would be easier for a single that was a question <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's that's it's kind of hard to answer because we've both been... Like, I've been with Tony for, like, seven years. Yeah. And I don't feel like my life marginally changed when we started dating because I'd already set up those foundations of maintaining and independence. And you are older. You're Honestly, like things are easier being in a relationship with him, I feel. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, I, I mean, I don't know what I mean by that, but I don't know. I know Things just like mean. life just kind of flows for the two of us a lot of the time. I don't want to make it sound like we're just always happy and, you know, we just but flow, people, but we kind of do. I also think people struggle with that flow state though, because that yeah. flow state is often like mundane. It's routine. Yeah. It's not exciting. It's not fun. You're just living life. And don't get me wrong. I definitely have moments where I'm like, we don't connect and we never talk about anything deep and we never do anything nice together because we are often both very happy just kind of flowing and doing our own thing, which is where sometimes I think we are independent to a fault, kind of. Yeah. Um, And I think it's something to be mindful of. Yeah, I think if you're mindful of it, Mm. I don't think you need to change anything. I think it's just being aware of it so you can make sure you're connecting when you need to and things like that. But I think a lot of relationships break down when things, you know, you move past that period of excitement or, you know, the honey, the classic like honeymoon Honeymoon, stage is like relationships can become mundane. A hundred percent. I think that's something that needs to be normalized as well. Like relationships can't always be date nights and you know sexy times like a lot of long-term relationships is a lack of working a lack of sexy (laughs) time you know that's the other thing like not I think I'm like so guilty of comparing my relationship to others especially with kids I mean everyone is but being like oh you know like why like why don't we do this or why why do I have a low sex drive or why is this yeah. this or and it's like we everyone is so different and then when you talk to other people they're like um babes no that's not mm. that's they give you like so much more insight like it's it's just it's such a perception of what other people are doing and feeling in their relationship is not always the reality yeah and it's it's easy to get into these sort of you know social media traps where you see all of these things and you just it, it it's the the saying like comparison is the thief of all joy is so genuinely true. You know, you start comparing yourself to what other couples do or don't do and you're just going to end up in a pit of despair feeling like we don't do this and we don't do that and yeah, I I think that's something to be mindful of as well. Yeah, Not I agree. To, um be too compare. Do you think um do you think how important do you think it is to be on the same page or have like the same sex drive or how important do you think sex is to the re- how often do you have sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um how important do I think it is? I think I guess like how important do you think it is to be to be on the same page because you know it's like really hard to it's really hard to I don't know what I where I was going there I lost my train of thought but yeah how important do you think it is to be kind of on the same page as sex like obviously boys have a bit much higher sex drive than most oh, women yeah something else that should be fucking normalized I mean celibacy yeah I'm all for being <laughs> celibate honestly I'm taking a vow of celibacy <laughs> should I call Tony and tell him <laughs> he already knows um Oh, sex. What an interesting topic. I think it's, I think it is, obviously it's an important part of having an intimate, deep relationship, Mm. but I do think societally speaking, it's something that's really put on a pedestal. Mm. And I think something that's really heralded as like the be all and end all of an intimate relationship. And for me, that's just not the way I see it personally. Yeah. Yes. I think it's important. I think it's something that should happen. 
But I think there is also a real pressure, particularly on women, to perform or provide that. Yeah, I don't know. It's so... I have so many things running through my head that I want to say about it. It's it's a vulnerable thing to discuss. (laughs) I don't know if I want... I can cut it out. No, 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 no. We're not cutting it out. We're being vulnerable, sweetheart. Okay? Well, what do you think? I mean, you've got two kids... And obviously for Enrico, it's something that's important. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Um, yeah, I agree. I think there is a huge pressure to, to perform and to, to, like, meet some benchmark of, like... I don't know. I just always hear, like, there's so much talk about, like, how many times do you have sex? Like, yeah. what's... You know, and I just think... How many times do we have sex or how many times do we actually connect? Yeah, that's what I think is important. And I think... I think there is just such an emphasis on like, you know what, you should be having sex sort of, you know, two or three times a week. And it's like, what? Excuse me? Sorry, do you not work full time? Do you have kids? No, ma'am. No, no, no. Particularly, I think when you throw kids into the mix, that's just like a whole other... Yeah, and I think that's the thing is like with having kids... And I think then it's very much around how I now experience my body and the, and mm. what my body has been through. Like not only the hormonal changes that physically ha- happen and, and then the journey it takes for me to physically be in the mood to have sex. Yeah. And also it's just like I spend 80% of my day in mum mode. Mm-hmm. And then when I put the babies to bed, I'm absolutely not flip, flicking a switch and like... Yeah, ready to rock. No, like, and I think that's really, that's really hard. And, and in like, you know, I guess specifically for me, Enrico's defense, but all males defense, maybe they haven't experienced that. So they don't, and they can just, you know, the other thing is anywhere, any day, any time. Yeah. I think there needs to be some acknowledgement of like the biological differences between men and women. Men are in a 24 hour hormonal cycle. Women's hormonal cycle is 28 to like 30, 32 ish days. Yeah. So what men experience in a 50, but exactly. (laughs) So yeah. Okay. Maybe I do actually genuinely only feel like having sex when I'm ovulating. That's, that's a biological trait truth yeah the rest of the time i'm forcing myself fight me that's a biological <laughs> truth it is though begging begging for hormonally, recognition hormonally speaking you, that that's when physically women actually feel like having yeah sex. Absolutely. Like, okay, i'm sure there's plenty of anomalies out there they yeah, feel like having sex when, way I, more when I explain this to enrico because i think it's also important to open up dialogue around this with with yeah. your partner it's like sorry i just pushed an almost four kilo for Mars, but 3.5 kilo baby for Melo, out of my vagina. Yeah. Still going through a lot. Yeah. Still breastfeeding 50 times a day. Yeah. Like, I'm just, and I think it's really important to talk about that, to open up the dialogue and say, 100%. I am not in the mood whenever you are. I yeah. think that's really important and it's something and also, that we have to come to terms with. Your your body for the last, like, four and a bit five years has been a vessel for children for babies carrying them birthing them and still now you're breastfeeding you're not you're not connected to your body currently in this sort of like sexual goddess kind of way and to be honest like I can't I'm excited for a time when I'm not breastfeeding and yeah or I don't have children hanging off me you know 50% of the day so that I can be like 
more excited and like be more in touch with my yeah. body and things like that. But that's, this is not a period of my life that's conducive to that right now. Mm. And I think I have come a long way in being able to recognize that voice that and phone Rico to be like, yeah, cool. That's fine. And for me not to put pressure on myself to perform or to, you know, flick all these switches and be like, okay, cool. Yep. Out of my mood into like sexy wifey mode. Like, yeah. like I just can't do that. I can't yeah. expect that of myself and I will feel so much more run down pushing myself to be everything for everyone. Mm. Um, and it just makes it so exhausting. Yeah. But time. I also think I actually watched a really interesting TikTok, which mm-hmm. maybe we can share on stories. Cause I feel like I was like, wow. Mm. You know how sometimes you see something and you're like, that's all of the rambled thoughts in my head just... In one video. Yeah. yeah. It was Love like that. that. But it was basically... Going to have to post it because I can't remember. But it was basically around like how this lady was like, you know, I think I sent it to you. She was like, I, did, make, yeah. I kiss my husband every night. Like we have just like a yes, long makeup right. sesh. Yes. She, I remember now. She, it was it was kind of around the discussion of like moving away from like sex being the be all and end all of a healthy intimate relationship that's something i really want to like and point out yeah it's not you can you can intimately connect with someone by like cuddling on the couch for 10 minutes and that can be really fulfilling for people and i think we're just so societally stuck on on men orgasming or women orgasming and that being like the be all and end all yeah and i just think we need to shift away from that because it's unhealthy and it places an unhealthy expectation on women and also on men as well Mm. and how how much stress and anxiety would be removed from people's relationships if they felt like making out for 10 minutes before they go go to sleep was was enough was just yeah was just enough and that's in the video that's what she's saying like she makes a conscious effort or her and her partner make a conscious effort to spend that time just making out you know having a cuddle before bed because when you're in a long-term relationship often it gets to the point where the only time you do spend physically connecting making out touching is to have sex yeah and for me like I'll avoid making out because I know that it's gonna lead to sex and I don't have the emotional or mental capacity Mm. in that moment to have sex yes can I also just say we actually did this experiment oh my god we did which what this was maybe like a year or so ago and this was born from one of our Mm. conversations the four of us had on the couch a cuddle puddle combo where Erin and I really drove home the point of physical connection being something that we enjoy and we like, but it often comes with the expectation that it's going to turn into a full-blown sex thing. We don't want that all the time. When there is... you, And you can genuinely feel the difference, I think at least for both you and I. I can feel the difference when Tony is just coming to be physically affectionate towards me without thinking, like, I'm going to get this gal in the bedroom. If I feel... If if Enrico touches me and it's giving... It's giving he wants to have sex. Yeah, you're just instantly... Immediate? (laughs) Especially... Not immediate. Sorry, babe. (laughs) Illy. But, like, immediately, if I'm not in the mood, immediately, immediately no. Immediately no. I'm like, you just want me to have sex. You don't yeah. You don't want to make me feel safe and comforted and happy and 
cuddly. Yeah. You just want to... <laughs> Mummy needs to cuddle. <laughs> you just want to... Yeah, Mummy does need to cuddle. Um, no, but if I feel like that, I'm like, oh, I'm immediately like clamming up. Yeah. But if I... When we did the, the uh, experiment, experiment, we were like, we set them a challenge. Yes. Well, the four of us a challenge. Yeah. And we said, let's do that. Exactly that. Like, let's try and physically connect without having sex every day. Even yeah. if it's just a little, little smooch, little cuddle. Yeah. Little booty grab, whatever yeah. it is. And we, I don't know how long it lasted. Mine didn't last ages, but. No, neither. I think it was a few weeks. Um, yeah. If but not, it made a difference. But it made a difference. In those few weeks. And also because they were approaching us without the expectation for sex, mm. it made, I mean, for me personally, same. and I remember for you, it was the same. We both ended up feeling like having sex more yeah. because the expectation had been removed. And that must just do something to your brain chemistry where your brain's like, oh, you're not expecting it. So you know what? I kind of yeah, want to do it's it. It's not expected of you. Yeah. So. yeah. so it doesn't feel like a chore or it doesn't feel like something that you have to do. Absolutely. So men out there, if you want your girlfriend to put out more... <laughs> And that's the tea. And that's the tea on love and relationships. <laughs> Just be physically affectionate without the expectation for sexual intercourse and maybe your girl will put out more. Maybe, maybe not. If she wants to, whatever If she, she wants. wants to and if she doesn't, fucking leave her alone. Well, let's... <laughs> fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> let's end on a, on a cute note. And you know. what do you enjoy most about your relationship with Toto? Oh my gosh, so many things. I could Just cry. One. Just kidding. No. <laughs> Uh, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> oh, so many things. I feel really blessed. I feel really privileged to be in a relationship with someone that I just get along with so well. He's genuinely feels like my best friend. Um, don't look at me like that. I love you too. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wasn't <laughs> intending to, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. There's so many... Oh, fuck. There's just so many things. I never feel lonely, which I think is really special. Mm. And I feel for my, my single friends out there who have those feelings of loneliness because I have been there when I was obviously BT before Tony. And it's not nice. Like, it's if just it's very comforting walking through life having a, a person that I feel connected to, that Absolutely. I know I'm loved by, that I trust wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a few of the, my favorite things about about him and about our relationship. I think. I think I could just ramble on, but I'll try not to. I just I <laughs> fucking love the guy. Like, he's great. He's just he's a an blessed, angel. blessed angel. What about you, babe? I think my favorite things about my relationship is just that we I'm really proud of us in like Mm. what we've been able to like wade through and and the people that we've been able to come alongside each other I really 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 love that we get to enjoy each other's company and also just be ourselves yes um, I love that Enrico makes me laugh so much. He's, He's so just funny. like a little silly Billy, you know? Yeah, he is He's a silly so Billy. silly and I love it. It's so cute. Um, and he just brings the vibes. He He's a big vibe bringer. He's a vibe bringer. He always brings me up. He He's very, you know... Um, He's gotten really good. He's obviously worked on this. But he's mm. gotten really good at like being like, yeah, look, you feel shit, that's fine. It's okay to be down in the dumps sometimes. Yeah. But he's really good at just pulling it back up. He you is, know? yeah. Lighting, lighting up the room and just making me feel better and seen and heard and yeah, all of those kinds of things, which I'm so grateful for. Um, and yeah, I just love him. 
Yeah. I love him. I think I think talking like this makes me love I'm, him more. Yeah, I'm realising now, like, we are both really... We're really lucky. Yeah, and we're going to go home and we're going to give them a cuddle. And a blowjob. And <laughs> not. Not in my household. <laughs> They're banned. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but we love them. They're the best. And, you know, long-term relationships... They're hard. They're we don't the want anyone. Yeah, we also don't want anyone listening to this and walking away and being like, "Oh, they're they're so lucky." Like, I hate my boyfriend. I have been on the brink of breaking up with Tony multiple times because I, relationships. The are low so of my hard. week this week was being in genuine tears and just in the depths of despair yes. over an argument that we had and just being like I, just, I like sometimes it's so hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel yes. in your relationship that happens to me now 11 years in but there are more there's more good than bad yeah and you know we learn when we're doing things and i think that's that's what you need you need to if you're learning from the arguments that you have and you're able to come back together eventually and you know, talk it out and acknowledge the way that each of you need to be loved. You're on the right, you're on the right path. You can't expect to be happy all the time. It ain't gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. I just... And if you are, good on you, but I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) I also just think being in a long-term relationship, you are quite consistently walking a fine line between just really loving them and then also despising them. I just Absolutely. think that's the reality of long-term relationships a lot of the time. Me too. Um, they're really hard, but it's it's nice to reflect in and see the, the positive things in our long-term relationships oh so we hope we've discussed things that you can relate to we definitely don't want you to think that we are in these perfect incredible relationships um yeah that's that's us that's That's our relationships relationships. we'll be back next week for episode five we're not 100% sure what it'll be yet yeah we're not sure we've got a few things in the pipeline we might do a little poll on insta and you guys could help us decide on our next episode but watch out for some reels and some some pickies pickies. of our lives yeah we love you guys we love you guys Bye. bye